This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Happy to be with you on the Monday night here on 98.7 ESPN along with, you know, the crew, Jacob and Joe. We're here until midnight. You can hit us up 1-800-919-3776. Also via Twitter at Hardesty ESPN at Gordon Damer at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM. Hey, Gordon, how are you? Larry, what's going on, my friend? Everything is good, partner. Everything is good. How was your weekend? Oh, it was good. Other than yesterday. Yeah, it was good until like Sunday night-ish. Yeah, yeah. The realization of that always being right just comes back to paying you one more time. I but hear you. I the hear FanDuel you. account got a boost. That's that's for oh, sure. Oh, shekels. Shekels are plenty yeah, oh, for the sure. holidays. Oh, yeah. Why nice. not, right? You got to take advantage of your team's ineptitude when you just can see it coming down the road like a truck on fire, you know? <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question, Gordon. How long have you been watching football? I have been watching football. Uh, I don't know when I got the Sunday ticket, but I've been watching football 82, 83, somewhere around there. Okay. Uh, I've, I, I haven't seen in this era of protecting the quarterback. Mm. You don't see a quarterback get hit much harder than Mike White got hit for no, for no, for no penalties wow. yesterday. Yeah. I'm like, could you find – there was no flag on any of those? Well, I mean, wow! I, I don't have a problem with those ones not getting flagged. The problem I have is is if if you're throwing flags for things that are far less than that, then why aren't you throwing flags for exactly. that too? Right? Yeah. Like the problem is, is the league has put themselves in this spot where it's impossible to hit the quarterback in any uh, powerful way because you know, you, I mean, perfect example. Last night there was a there was a play. Mm-hmm. Where Justin Herbert got sacked, it, it, I mean, it seemed like a textbook yes. sack. Yep. So much so that the defender even put his hands down on the ground as mm-hmm. he was going to the ground with the quarterback, and still got flagged for 15 yards. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the league. Uh, look, it, it's just as well for the NFL that we love it as much as we do because yep. on an every game basis, <laughs> there are calls that just boggle your mind. If I were Mike White. I don't think I'd be speaking to my offensive line today. <laughs> yeah. Woof. He, he, he definitely, uh, what's the old line about Timex? It takes a licking and keeps on ticking. Oh. Boy, he, he took a licking yesterday and, and kept coming. I mean, the fact that he came back out of the field, I, I, as soon as he went down, I, thought, I said, well, that, this game is over, right? Yep. Because I did not even consider the possibility of him coming back after getting hit the way he did and, and mm-hmm. looking at him down on the ground. Yeah. At some point, it almost felt like the Jets might have to save him from himself. But exactly. uh, he was out there. He got back out there and um, did what he could. Uh, I don't yeah. think the loss is on him no, in particular. Him. But, nope. yeah, not not great that uh, another loss in a game where, you know, they didn't get blown out. Mm-mm. They were in the game. Mm-hmm. But just too many little mistakes. They added up to another loss. Yeah. And that's why, if you're a Jet fan, you really – Go back to those two New England losses, Gordon. How different it might be. Now you still you still have a shot. You're still in it. Okay. You you still you just have to now you gotta beat a Detroit team, Gordon, that looks pretty good over the past couple of weeks. They they've solved their defensive issues. They've they've always put points on the board. Uh they look pretty good. This is not gonna be an easy game for the Jets. No, absolutely. Uh, but the the beauty of the thing with the Jets is, yes, you've lost two tough games back-to-back, games against very good teams, yes. against playoff teams. But here's the deal. Mm-hmm. You have it in your hands. Yep. Y- you have it within your control 
to go to the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to, you know, you cannot be losing to the Lions at home. Nope. You cannot be losing to the Jaguars at home. Nope. I'll give them a pass uh, if if it comes down to a, a close loss in Seattle, if, if you're talking about the, the remaining games that they have. Right. But it just feels like that it's going to come down to that last week of the regular season. Jets, Dolphins, winner of that one gets the final spot. Do you think that gets the – um, flexed? Yes. Uh, I would think so, right? Yeah. I, I don't know that they're, you know, the Giants and, and Washington feels like that could be a, a playoff game, <laughs> yeah, right? Like absolutely. Essentially. Oh, it is now for the, yeah. for the Giants. Right now, it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely is for the Giants. And, and I'll say this I think the Chargers are now going to get on a little bit of a roll here. They have, yeah. a, they withstand, withstood a, a bunch of injuries, still are dealing with a bunch of injuries, but their quarterback can kind of pull them out of it. And I think mm-hmm. their schedule down the stretch is far easier than either Miami or the, uh, the Jets or even mm-hmm. the Patriots. Yeah. So I think they're going to get on a little bit of a roll. They'll probably take the sixth spot. And I think that final spot's going to come down to either the Jets or Dolphins and maybe could very well come down to that final week. It could be. And listen, the NFL would love that. NFL would love that. That would be they would love that, especially with a New York team involved, especially a New York team Gordon that hasn't been to the postseason in over a decade. Yeah. Very long time. Longest streak uh in the NFL. And the only team in the North America of the four North American sports, Larry, that has gone longer without making the postseason is the Sacramento Kings. Wow. And the way they're playing, they have a shot. <laughs> yeah, they might be in it this year. So, yeah, you got to get it done. And, and, look, it's it's within the Jets' hands. Uh, yes. Robert Sala has made it clear he is still very confident in his team, rightfully mm-hmm. so. Yep. Uh, and, and now, you know, you knew the, these last two games are going to be very difficult. You would have oh, liked yeah. to have gotten one of the two at least. Mm-hmm. But now, because of that Dolphin loss to the Chargers, it kind of opens things up in a little bit. Maybe yeah. not with the Chargers because they might start to get on a roll, but with the Dolphins in that last spot. And if you get if the Jets get in to the playoffs this year, I know maybe Jet fans won't agree. You get into the playoffs this year, you lose by fifty. It, it, I mean, it doesn't matter. The fact that you got in yeah, after absolutely. being out for so long uh, that is an accomplishment for this team, no especially question. a team on the on the upswing, a team that's young and all this talent in all these different spots. Absolutely, it, it would. As long as you make the playoffs, it's not a disappointing season. No. It's not. Because no. you, 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 Gordon, we were having conversations. Well, you got to win six. Yeah, absolutely. You got to win seven. You got to win, you know, right now you're at seven. Now, once again, it, it shifted. So you have to get to the playoffs. Okay. Because absolutely. you were, you won seven. You were, you were in a good spot. All right. And yeah, I understand it. I mean, I know there's no more victories. I agree with Salah on the K show, but I got to tell you, more so against Minnesota than Buffalo because you you knew going in they weren't beating Buffalo up there, Gordon. You just knew because Buffalo was ready. They were going to make their adjustments. They're a better team. You throw that in also. And you really had to play. You forced them to be imperfect in the last in the last meeting. So you knew that you, you weren't winning. I knew they weren't winning that game. The Minnesota game, though, Gordon, I got to tell you, right as it, it was right Absolutely. there. I mean. Gordon, you look back at the Burials, makes that catch. You know, it's there's a couple of – and really, when you look at that, isn't that the story of the league this year? There's a couple of plays either way that makes you a winner or a loser, and, and that's why it's so wide open in the NFL this year. Yeah. Uh, look, there's still a month of football to play, but yeah. you could definitely envision a scenario if the Jets were to miss out on the playoffs this year that mm-hmm. you look back on that Minnesota game and just think to yourself, oh, man. 
we had it. We were right there. We were in the red zone constantly. We constantly. Were, we were. We came back from what was it, twenty to three or twenty to six, whatever it was. We, we had it right there, and just were not able to put it across. So um, look. I think the Jets and Giants are in different scenarios. If the Giants mm-hmm. don't make the playoffs this year, it will be a major disappointment coming from where they were. Yeah. But we knew going in. I mean, they really are starting over from yes. scratch. There's nothing yeah. on that roster. We, we've seen that over the second half. Mm-hmm. For the Jets, this is the first step. So, yeah, I, I, I know that we didn't think the playoffs were a possibility maybe going into the season. But if they don't make the playoffs this year, given what we know with a month to go in the season – that will be a failure for this team this year. It would be. And the reason why we didn't is because we didn't expect Denver to look as bad as they've looked. We didn't didn't expect the Raiders to look as bad as they've looked. And how about that, Gordon? The other night, they found a way to lose that game, didn't they? Oh, my God, Larry. (laughs) That I mean, that is an all-time. You know, we were on the air, and we wrapped up, and I was sitting here, and I don't remember who was working, uh, uh, producing that night, but I was saying to him, man, Joe was working. I was saying, man, that, what a bad job by me not taking the Raiders. Clearly, the Raiders are going to well, look at them. They're going to dust. The, they're going to they're going to dust mm-hmm. them here. And sure enough, they they found a way to lo- just win, baby. Now their motto is just lose, baby. They can yeah. figure out a way to lose any game, anytime, anywhere. And it is amazing. I, I don't know what they're going to do after the season. They need. Uh, it's got to be coaching, right? I mean, it's it's, it's clearly like coaching. Daniels again. It's McDaniel's again, and listen yeah. the the way uh, the the offensive coordinator duo in New England is going. Yeah, they're saying back. fire him, get him out of there, get <laughs> him out of there, and bring back. him back here, please. He might be back. Yeah, he might be. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Hardesty and Damer till midnight on ninety eight seven ESPN. Let's hear from Greeny, Mike Greenberg, who is. An obsessive Jet fan. Is that fair to say, Gordon? Obsessive? Oh, most <laughs> obsessive Jet fan. Okay, here's his thoughts on Zach Wilson. They've obviously decided Zach Wilson needs a full timeout. Now, the idea that he's going to go from this, where he's standing there just looking forlorn, you know, in a parka, to becoming the starter at any point this season, like, it's obviously way worse than we realize. This is not about having sloppy footwork. This really is now, I think, becoming evident that it is what we thought it was at the time. He has so lost the rest of the players on that team that they realize they can't put him out there. All right, so, Gordon, here's my question to you and to the audience as well at 1-800-919-3776. Also, you can answer on Twitter before they start charging you for a, purified, for a verified check. <laughs> at hardest to ESPN at ESPNNY, 98 underscore 7 FM. Uh, you know, uh, so those, those, are your, those are your three uh, email addresses, three text addresses, Twitter handles. Gordon, if the Jets don't make the playoffs – and they don't know what's going on with Zach Wilson, what do they do next season? Is this a lost season? Look, if Mike White can't go, they have to go back to Zach Wilson. Unless they've made up their mind once and for all, they can never have Zach Wilson play again for them. I mean, I think that the relationship is already damaged. To I mean, the trust is already probably damaged on Zach Wilson's side. Now, Zach Wilson's got nobody to blame but himself. But if they go to... 39, what is he, 39, 38, Joe mm-hmm. Flacco over mm-hmm. Zach Wilson? Come on. That, that to me, will be an indication that they, they are done with Zach Wilson for now and forever. 
I mean, come on. Joe Flacco is not the answer. Uh, what about Greeny's point in this locker room, which I think was instrumental in helping them make that change? It, wasn't, it just wasn't on the field. Well, the locker room had a lot to do with it, too. I get so that, but did, did, at the end you, of the day... Do you risk losing it, Gordon? Who's a better player at this stage? Now, I'm not saying that Zach Wilson's good. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that, I, that if he gets back in there that I'll feel good about it. Mm-hmm. And it might only be for a week. Like if, if, if Mike White were to be out... I don't think he's out for the season. I think right. he's, you know, mm-hmm. he might miss a week because of the right. injury. It doesn't even seem like right. that's the case. But right. say he gets hurt against the Lions or whatnot. I think it's got to be Zach Wilson. I mean, I think we are getting a little carried away with how bad Zach Wilson was. I know wins is not a quarterback stat, but the only Jet quarterback who has a winning record while he was in there is Zach Wilson. Um, does he give them the best chance to win? Better than Joe Flacco? Yes, I think okay. he does. All right. Then it should be Zach Wilson. So now the question becomes, should he be activated so that he's got to be the number two this week? Just in I, case I think White he should have been the number two the entire time. And unless, unless the Jets have said to themselves, you know what, we've seen enough in 20 games to know for 100% sure that Zach Wilson will never be a quarterback in this league for us, well then, okay, fine, go with Joe Flacco. I think you're screwed, but mm-hmm. okay, fine, go with Joe Flacco. I think well, we're solid- getting- Remember, it almost Salah feels like we're blowing up the two Patriot games to think that that was the way he performed every single week. He mm-hmm. did have some positive weeks. It yes. wasn't all bad all the time. Mm-hmm. But two yards and a half is damaging. <laughs> Absolutely. He, I mean, the good news is, though, you don't play the Patriots again. Yeah. And if you take those two Patriot games out, I know you can't do that, mm-hmm. but if you take those two Patriot games out, the overall – body of work doesn't mm-hmm. look nearly as bad. It was those two Patriot games that sunk him and it's re- his reaction to those Patriot games. I think that also sunk him yes. his relationship with his teammates. But here's the thing. Like, I think at the end of the day, the teammates just want to win. Right. So if you get Zach Wilson back and here's, uh, here's another thing. If, mm-hmm. if Zach Wilson gets back in there and he stinks for a half, if he looks like he does against the, the lions or the Jaguars, like he did against the Patriots, all right, well, then he's out, and then you put in Joe Flacco, and then you go down with the ship. But mm-hmm. I think that if, if you got to go to a plan B, uh, even though he has not been good, I would, I, would far be- I would feel far better about things going with Zach Wilson than I would Joe Flacco. I mean, Joe I, Flacco's done. I think you have to go with Zach Wilson. But now if he doesn't perform well, Gordon, I, I don't know what you do because then you've got a bigger oh, no, you're problem. Screwed. Yeah, yeah no, you got a bigger problem. you got a huge Absolutely. problem then. you you got a huge problem. Now the question's going to be, uh, why can't he put up? Why can't he throw like Mike White? I mean, from a production standpoint, Gordon, why why can't he put up over? I mean, he's done it. He did it once or twice, but why can't he go over two hundred fifty yards? Why is everything a hundred yards, hundred twenty, hundred thirty, hundred four, hundred eighty two? You know, and and listen, if they're winning, it doesn't matter. If if you're winning, it does not matter. But it just changes. I think it changes the confidence of the team. Once again, hopefully he's getting better in whatever he's doing. But it just changes the confidence of the team. And clearly, Gordon, it changes the confidence of your of your OC. I mean, I, don't, I think LaFleur's lost, lost confidence in him. I agree. I, I agree with all those things. Like, it, it's not what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, if, I ha- if you're telling me Mike White is out yes. and I cannot play Mike White, and my two options are 38-year-old Joe Flacco right. or Zach Wilson. I mm-hmm. think it has to be Zach Wilson. Yeah, I agree. 
Even even if you're telling me that I don't uh, that after this season, Zach Wilson, we're not going back to Zach Wilson at any point. I think even right now, Mm -hmm. even as poorly as he's played so far this season, I would rather have Zach. Well, I think that there's more to work with with Zach Wilson than there is with Joe Flacco. He's still he's still the number two pick. Okay, he still is, and you kind of want to see how he's responded to this demotion. Exactly. You want to see what he's made of. This is, this is, you know, listen, Mike White is going to go down as, uh, <laughs> like, I could see them, like, carrying him out on the shield. The, <laughs> the NFL, I, I mean, I, I could see his teammates just carrying him off the field. Are you okay, Mike? Last night, are you, are you all right? What, what was the comment you heard about the game? Mike White, he's tough, tough. man. He came he's out leader. there. Absolutely. He's a leader. He did yep. this. He, he did that. I got I, the look, respect of his teammates. Rex Ryan on DPH in Rothenberg this morning. Here's what Rex had to say. I mean, that kind of toughness, and he, he's out there, and, he, and you know he's hurting the way he's hurting. Flacco goes out there, and, 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 and Joe's done. I mean, he's done. Say what we want. I, I was impressed by that kid, man. I love his toughness and, and his competitiveness. I, I love it from this guy. You know, look, I, I don't think he's a great quarterback, but but I can tell you this. I'd follow him. Anybody that's that's willing to do that, man, I'd follow him. And listen, now, and this is – let me tell you how, how impressed Rex was with, with Mike White. Rex didn't even talk about the time he was here as head coach. <laughs> <laughs> and he always talks about the time he was here as head yes. coach. He always finds a way to get that in. Well, he sneaks Sanchez in. and right. blah, 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 blah. He was so impressed with him. He didn't even mention the time when he was a head coach here with the New York Jets. And so that's – and all that does, Gordon, is endear him to his team. The Jets are going to have – if. If he is able to come back and play, and if he gets them to the postseason, Gordon, the Jets have an interesting situation next year. They do. They do. Yeah. And he is a free agent. Remember, yeah. Mike White's a free agent, too. Absolutely. <laughs> it's going to be uh, fun. I, look, if he gets them to the playoffs this year, I, I think the, the question is more, do we want to go with Mike White or a quarterback who's not on this roster more so than do we want to go with Mike White or Zach Wilson? You know what I'm saying? On, I think yeah, that's more of the choice rather than – I don't think that Zach Wilson really plays a part in this. Now, look, I maybe agree. I'm wrong. Uh, the fact that they've, they've made him inactive. That plays a part of it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Rich Semini is telling us that, that he needs some me time. I mean, yeah. well, now you need me time now? Yeah. That's not a great sign. It's not. It's not. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. But I think this week you got to bring him up. you got to activate him. You have to activate Zach Wilson this week, Gordon, because even even uh, yeah, if absolutely. Mike White plays, yeah, I mean the ribs they could be re-injured at any time. Absolutely, one the, hit, the, right? Yeah, and you got to bring him. You got to bring him. And this is a home game, isn't it? Woo! I hope Zach Wilson's ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, I mean Zach Wilson's got nobody to blame but himself. Absolutely. And. and- if he wants to prove everybody, like when when things happen like that to people, like your first reaction is, "Oh, I'm going to show them." Well, right. you've got your chance to show them. You may have your chance. You may have your chance to show them. So you and, better and, be ready. And you're going to have to put up with the booze. You're going to have to hear, you know, this and that. Yeah. If you go three and out on the first series, you're going to hear it. You're going to hear Deal calls for Flacco. <laughs> Absolutely. Deal with or it. Or Strebler. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He's a whore. Oh, trust me, we'll be getting called. Larry, we'll be getting calls. We might be getting them tonight. You're right. We don't want him on this team. When we return, we'll talk about the New York football giants. Oh, 
That was a tough one yesterday, Gordon. That was a tough one. Philadelphia Oof. laid the smackdown on them, and it wasn't even fair. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Talking a little football, before we talk about the Giants, we hear from um, Brian Dayball on the loss. Gordon, I was I was uh, flirting around with the remote tonight. Little Nets Wizards. Mm-hmm. Little uh, Pat's cards felt really bad for Kyle Murray. Kyle Murray felt really bad. When you, yeah. got, when you see a guy in tears, you know mm. it's not good. It's not good. It, it's, it's just not good. And low Rangers, Rangers Debs. And when I, t- I turned at the right time, they're down 3 1, right, Gordon? And then I'm there for like a minute and I saw two goals. <laughs> The Rangers scored two goals in seven seconds to tie the game. They ultimately won it in overtime and the game that preceded us here on 98-7. Let's do that hockey. And the Devils had won 11 straight road games. So they've been really good this year. They've been really good. And they came out flying. They They, they scored two goals, and and I don't even know how quick it was. It seemed like a minute, and it felt like that first period until the end. Rangers didn't have many opportunities at all, and then they get the goal right before the end of the period and uh, are able to come back and get the win in OT. Good win for the Rangers. So uh, cooling off a red-hot Devils team. Yep, and they're starting to streak a little better because they had been struggling. Yeah, (laughs) The Rangers had been struggling. So we'll see if they can get on. Shesterk is still not playing the way uh, he played last year. So maybe he'll get his stride going as well. I don't know whether it's, you know, some, we look at the goal, goaltender, we're like, oh, he's awful. But, you know, sometimes defense around him, you know, keep, keeping the neck, area around the neck clear so he can see what's going on. There's a lot of different things. But I uh, just want to throw that in about the Rangers as they continue to, uh, you know, do well. Gordon, I had a feeling that this, I thought it was going to be, I had no doubt that Philly was going to win the game yesterday. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think it was going to be as explosive as it was for Philly. I didn't expect that they would put up 44 points. That, that's, that's not what I expected. But they really look good. Jalen Hurts looks great. I mean, the defense is good. They, they're going to be they, – for me, they're the clear representative of the NFC. And they're going to be, they're going to be tough. They're going to be tough the way Hurts can play. He, because he's that guy – that plays the quarterback position of the now quarterback position, yeah, right? Absolutely. He's tall. He can run. He can throw. He can extend plays. He's he can he's mobile. Uh, they've got a game plan that's perfect for him. A scheme that he is very comfortable with. I'm, and he's got weapons. I mean, they, they look really good. <laughs> they look really good. Yeah, that was not a measuring stick game for the uh, the Giants. No, um, no, absolutely but not. It's just as well because the measuring stick got battered over their heads. I mean, the Eagles are so much uh, – I mean, I, how anybody could even criticize the Giants for losing that no, game when you just see all. the talent discrepancy mm-hmm. between these two teams? And, mm-hmm. and look, in terms of the NFC, you look at what the Eagles have done. Uh, they yeah. won a Super Bowl five years ago. They've changed the coach. They've changed the quarterback. They've changed a lot of the players, and here they are. They might have their best team ever. I yeah. mean, they're 12-1 now. They are. They are They are absolutely cruising. The The job that they have done with their quarterback, who they had questions about or, or people had questions about coming into this season, he's played like the MVP. If maybe Patrick Mahomes didn't exist, he would mm-hmm. be the MVP. Yeah. Uh, they are flying high. They are at a different level, and, and it's it, – not that it matters right now, 
Right. But that's the level the Giants are hoping to get to at some point. And yes. it's clear they're I mean, we knew this. Yeah. They're nowhere close to that right now. They got no receivers. No, they got no I mean None. The, the, the the talent discrepancy that they have uh at the skill positions and in the secondary in that game, um, it was it was blatantly obvious. It got it got ugly fast. All right, let's hear from Brian Dayball. He'll uh, give us his thoughts on that tough loss yesterday. I just look at this game, Jordan. Uh, just like in the beginning of the year, I don't think one game does anything to the next. I really don't think it does when you lose. Uh, you got to play well. You got to coach well. Uh, so we'll have a big game against Washington, and that's where our focus is going to need to be. And for them to do well against Washington, Gordon Brian Daybell knows he's got to get that running game going again. Well, I think some of the things earlier in the year, too, is, you know, we had some good numbers, but some of those were from big runs, too. So I think, you know, you look at the type of game you're playing in, you know, whether you're behind, whether you're getting as many touches as you want to get, you look at the play design, you look at all 11 on the same page. I think it's probably a variety of things, Dan. Certainly missing a few big plays out there is one of them. And then just being on the same page and making sure we get a hat for a hat and getting downhill and making some positive yards. So, and then I'd say some of the games were we didn't run it probably as much as, as we would have run it based on where we were at. So, you know, all that being said, we're just not doing a good enough job. All those other things to me are just, you know, I'm giving you some examples, but they're really, you know, not making any excuses, just got to do a better job. That you can't consistently beat them through the air, so they're stacking the box. It's real simple. Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, and I, I wondered, like, I was never on this uh, side of the ledger anyway, but I am wondering the people who were telling us about a month ago mm-hmm. about how the Giants have to make sure that they sign Saquon Barkley and they have to make sure that Saquon Barkley is back. And are they still feeling that way? Is it, is it still make sure you sign Saquon Barkley at any cost? Mm-hmm. Because we have seen what has happened to Saquon Barkley. And, and look, part of it is he's the only weapon they have on offense. The teams are going to exclusively focus on him. But he's also been banged up. Yeah. And that has been a problem. And he's carrying the offense. He's so carrying he's the offense. He's, and he, and too. he's not carrying it very far. No, he can't. No. <laughs> he no. can't. So. And, and, you know, we, we discussed it and we played the audio last week, Gordon, about questions from the media. About you know, can you throw it to him? You know, do some other things to get him the football. Why? Why is he going through the punishment of going through the line? Line him up outside. Line him up in the slot. Do some different things. So, uh, this is for them with playoffs in mind. They have to beat Washington next week. They just have to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it, it can't be any more clear, right? The first game felt like it was a playoff game, and the fact that they neither team won makes this one even bigger. So, if you want to get to nine, which it seems like the Giants will probably have to get to nine to to mm-hmm. get in, this is one you got to have. It's, it's very hard to envision them outside of the Colts game winning it. You know, going to Minnesota and beating the Vikings or, or beating the Eagles another time. So, uh, this is one they they have to have, and and. Uh, I think, look, you, you played to a tie the last time, so it should be a competitive game. This time mm-hmm. it's on the road. Mm-hmm. But you're going to have to figure out a way to, to get some points here, man. you got to figure out a way. It, it, it's almost unfair what Daniel Jones goes out there and, and, and has true. to deal with. I mean, it, it's not a whole lot. No. No. He, t- talk about talking about needing some weapons. <laughs> he needs yeah. a bunch of weapons. Yeah. He really does. And, and it's listen, it's, it's the condition they're in. That's why it, it's really interesting. And, um, you know, had the conversation with Mike Tannenbaum yesterday, Gordon, about 
for the Giants, how do they view the offseason, right? Because they were successful. I mean, they've got seven wins. Okay, Absolutely. so th- they're, they're successful. But from the front office standpoint, you have to be brutally honest about where your team is. And you say, okay, we got – you can't say we got seven wins with just a couple of players away. No, you got seven wins because of the coaching you have and how he just shored up some things that were struggling from the previous coaching staff. And so that's what helped you. And you did some things with, with Daniel Jones and made things a little easier for him in the scheme that you run. So that's what got you there. You can't look and say, okay, well, we just need a player here and the player there. You don't need the tweaking. You still have to go out and, and, and get and get a bunch of players. Well, Dayball's successful. I think Dayball, yes. you already yes. know, he's successful. Joe mm-hmm. Shane is a complete – I have no idea. Um, right. they, he hasn't been able to do anything, right? Yep. I mean, he came yep. in, they had capped out, couldn't really make any moves, didn't really do anything at the trade deadline. So that's still a, an absolute wild card. But I think now what you've seen here over the last month and a half, the Giants, in the words of Denny Green, the Giants are who we thought they are. Yeah. Uh, it was a nice little run that they had to, you know, the Tennessee win or the Packer win or the, the Baltimore win. But now we're starting to see who the Giants really are. And they're not a very good team. They're not a very talented team. And they're an organization that is at stage one of a rebuild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just that they got to be honest with themselves. <laughs> okay. You can't, you, you got to understand that you, you know, and I'm sure they do, but I've seen a lot of teams, Gordon, that, you know, wow, you know what? Maybe we're a little better. Look, yeah. look what we were no. able to do. No. Well, we just get we just get another receiver in here. You know, Galladay didn't work out, so we get rid of him. We get another receiver. Now we got somebody to work with. Maybe we bring Saquon was good for most of the season, but you know what? He had so much of the workload. If he doesn't have much of the workload, maybe we can bring him back and do something. You got to you got to really be careful <laughs> and really be honest with your situation. Yeah. Uh, good luck. They got a <laughs> lot of work to do. They really do. They definitely do. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.